Welcome to the Harrington Star FinTech Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Discussions. I want to showcase people across our industry who are advocates for change. I love to celebrate the wins, but we know there is so much more to be done to ensure that change actually happens to build a truly inclusive industry. In these diversity, equity and inclusion discussions, I have a number of series. The Humans of FinTech, the Talent Surgery, the Maternity and Paternity Stories, and the longest running of all, the Women of FinTech podcast series. I do lots of work to drive change campaigns across our industry to increase inclusion within the workplace. So please contact me to see how we can partner together. You can contact me through LinkedIn or on my email, nadia.edwards-dashdi at harringtonstar.com. In the meantime, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Women of Fintech podcast series. We are here today to celebrate the wins, raise awareness of the challenges and walk the talk for change across the entire industry. Today we are joined by Lily Metodieva, Managing Director and Business Development at Moneo. As a company, Moneo offers a superior market alternative to open banking. As a leading woman within the sector, Lily is here to tell us how she's behind the success and the advice on what can be done to make the industry more inclusive. She's here today to share her story and all the lessons along the way. Lily, welcome. It's great to have you. Thank you very much, Nadia. And uh, it's great to um, be at this podcast. Thank you very much for the invite. Great. So tell us about your role at Moneo and what that actually entails. My role at Moneo, as you rightly pointed out, is focused on uh, business development, but it covers actually uh, a lot of aspects because people would usually think business development is mainly sales. And in this case, uh, it's quite a lot more. Uh, in that role, I'm able to communicate to clients and partners on a daily basis to identify the challenges they face. Uh, in terms of their banking needs, in terms of their payment needs. And this information and feedback is very important because it helps us as a company improve. It helps us develop our solution and also bring innovation to the market, uh, which we always try to do. Uh, for example, like uh, the payments of expenses in cryptocurrencies we have done earlier this year in partnership with Coinbase or a specific solution which is uh, facing the acquirers to enable them and make settlements to their merchants. These are all innovations to the market and these are a result of us under speaking to the client and communicating to the client and understanding their needs. Another important aspect of my work is focused on uh, improving the internal and external processes and communications. So I'm on a daily basis in contact with our operations teams, helping them streamline the processes and just to ensure that we have this uh, good customer service and to bring this good solution to the market. Other aspects of my job, uh, there are so many. Uh, the third aspect of my job is related to project management. And I'm heavily involved in the project management related to adding a new feature to our solution. For example, the dedicated card issuing bin uh, we added earlier this year to the solution. So we are able to issue cards. Or when we integrate uh, a new partner or when we integrate a new solution for compliance or customer verification. And all this requires project management. It requires syncing between various teams. 
So um, I take uh, part in that aspect too. And last, but also very important, I'm uh, heavily involved in the marketing activities, uh, online and offline, like conferences, also PR. And I had uh, the great, it, it was a very good experience earlier this year when we also changed our brand was in charge of the brand development process and syncing between uh, the different companies that were working on that. And now we are also working on a new brand, a new product, which is going to be launched soon. And uh, this is my responsibility as well as part of the business development. And there's so much responsibility and what a variety every day must be for you. Like this is, it's so exciting because you know, as you're talking through this, like you're, you're so happy about each aspect and I can tell that, you know, you really enjoy pushing each, each aspect forward, but this is a reflection of a true startup, isn't it? That, you know, you, you come in, you're a managing director, your business development, you're doing the marketing and you're really driving everything forward and thinking about, you know, the customer throughout all of that, which is brilliant. Now, tell us a bit about your career journey that got you to the point where you are able and capable to do as much as you do. Well, I think I have realized for myself that I, I like startups. I like startup companies just because I'm able to get involved in pretty much everything. And it's so nice to see a company to grow, to develop, to, to see a company overcoming all the challenges and eventually bring a good solution to, uh, to the market. So this is what I enjoy most. And I have done this uh, already a few times back in my career because I started uh, in the online payments in early 2006 when the payments ecosystem was completely different. Things were significantly easier, not so complicated. Business models of the online merchants were not so complicated and then things have started uh, growing and developing in terms of e-commerce and the payment ecosystem has become more complex more players added to it so i spent uh, quite a lot of time more than 10 years on the card acquiring site on the payment service provider site developing a team or a uk licensed principal member of visa and mastercard then later on, I felt, okay, I need something really challenging. Uh, I really, some, something new because I like to, to, to try new things uh, to get out of my comfort zone. So what I did, I uh, joined an Asian-based acquirer to help them develop their team uh, and to help them develop their business in Europe. And there is this uh, cultural difference I had to address. Uh, there are, uh, you know, um, differences in terms of uh, the actual solutions that uh, the solution had. So all these things helped me quite a lot. I have learned quite a lot. And this is how my career has been uh, developing since then, since 2006. And two years ago, I joined Moneo which I can say is so far the most interesting and exciting part of my, my career journey because as uh, I mentioned earlier, I'm able to take part in pretty much everything. It's like growing my baby, taking care of my baby, which Muneo is in some sense. And since then, since I think it was 2019, I have been actively taking part and being involved in all aspects to make Muneo a successful company, a successful solution. And I love that. I love how you say, oh, it's, you know, your baby. Well, of course it is because you are, you are nurturing it. You are growing it. You are, you are te teaching it to be the best it can be. And I love, I love that analogy. So tell us a bit more about Maneo and, and what Maneo does that makes it so unique within the marketplace. Well, in big lines, 
Monel solves the banking challenges in the e-commerce industry because as I mentioned to you earlier, I come from the e-commerce industry. I know uh, the pain points of the e-commerce merchants. Uh, I know what they struggle with. And there was a huge gap between the traditional banks and the e-commerce business. The e-commerce sector and in all its verticals have been growing every year. And now it's even more valid due to the COVID pandemic because everyone shops online on, or entertains themselves online. So this is very valid nowadays. And the online merchants, they accept various types of methods, uh, payment methods on their websites. They accept cards, they make sales, but eventually they need a bank account to receive their money from their sales from their card acquirers. And traditional banks often struggle to understand the various verticals or operational models of the e-commerce of the online merchants. And to obtain a bank account in a traditional bank, it can be very time consuming it could be quite difficult. And not only that, but often online merchants, they need more than one bank account or they, they need more than one type of payment method. For example, they need SEPA, they need SWIFT, but they also need faster payment in CHAPS. And to be able to get access to all that, they need to go and apply for an account at multiple banks. If they get lucky to get approved for a bank account, then they have to access all their bank accounts through the different platforms, which from operational standpoint can be quite messy. And this is how Monero brought a unique solution to the market by connecting several different banks in the European Union, in the UK and internationally, and to provide uh, IBAN accounts to e-commerce merchants and B2B clients. And our clients are also able to access all these uh, bank accounts, IBAN accounts at different banks through one platform and uh, through a single uh, login access. Also, clients do not need to go to each and every bank and apply separately. They can obtain multiple bank accounts with us only uh, with one application process and under one agreement with Monel. This removes all the obstacles for them and all the hurdles to maintain their banking operations in a smooth way. We also provide risk mitigation because when the clients are able to have more than one account through our system, they always know and they're always assured that their banking operations are covered at all times. I mean, this is just so customer focused, isn't it? To make the customer's life so much easier and, and more efficient to get whatever it is they're trying to do through. Just taking that a bit further, what are the challenges you face and overcome in borderless banking? Well, lots of challenges, but actually challenges are good. We like challenges. The more difficult it is, the better, because it, it gives us room for innovation. However, there are some challenges which we cannot really overcome on our own and in certain ways the regulators should be involved in general for the payments industry there is a great demand for borderless banking especially in the b2b sector in the e-commerce sector but there are a lot of improvements to be done and i'll share with you the experience we have had this year earlier this year on one side one of the biggest challenges was the misinterpretation of the post-brexit situation i have become aware of many cases of iban discrimination where European banks from the European economic area started refusing to send or accept payments to GBI bans or from GBI bans simply because of Brexit, because they misinterpreted the situation. And this is completely wrong because UK is no longer part of the European Union. However, it's still part of SEPA. 
So such things should not happen. On another hand, we as a UK payment institution were challenged that we cannot provide services to customers from the European economic area uh, after Brexit, which again was completely incorrect. But we had to put time and efforts to prove that there is no regulation or no limitation in place for us to provide services to our customers in Europe and also internationally. This is why a few months ago, Moneo as a company joined uh, the IBAN coalition with several other financial institutions to participate in resolving and addressing such challenges. So these are just a couple of examples of challenges which the borderless banking is facing. There are also others, but this year, I think that these were the, the most difficult topics and the most difficult challenges to overcome. Mm, absolutely. It definitely sounds that, um, especially that misinterpretation of post-Brexit, like that, I think everyone's felt that. And that's really, really clear the way that you've just explained that and that it is a misinterpretation um, and there is a solution. I also really enjoyed how you opened up the answer to that question, saying we like challenges because it gives us room for innovation, which is, is just so the, the fintech startup mentality, isn't it? It's all about it finding that challenge and, and then innovating around it. But there's also another side to your experience and everything that you've achieved that I wanted to, to ask you a few questions about. This podcast, it's the Women of Fintech. It's talking about gender equality within the workplace. It's talking about inclusion and authentic inclusion within the workplace. So I just wanted you to share your experience as a woman and how you've smashed that glass ceiling so that others can follow. Honestly, being a woman uh, in the fintech industry can, yes, it can be challenging, but it also gives uh, great opportunities for growth and development. And I think the most important thing is to focus on the opportunities and not on the challenges and difficulties. And from what I see, there are a lot of uh, very successful women in the fintech sector. I would say that uh, the fintech sector as a whole is doing uh, much better than other sectors in terms of inclusion of women. And I think there are a lot of opportunities for, for women, especially in the fintech, to grow, to develop one of the most important things on top of what I have just said to focus on the opportunities is obtain knowledge and education. And by that, I don't mean the education we get at school or in the university, because to be honest, the payment industry is so dynamic. There are so many new things happening every day, so you cannot really learn these things at school. So the key is to constantly search for information, to learn new things, to seek for, for additional knowledge, just because you always need to stay on top of things. And this makes the payment industry and the fintech industry so interesting to work at. And the last thing which I would say here is not to give up because there would always be difficulties regardless of the sector, regardless of the career path a woman has chosen. So it's important not to give up because the difficulties simply make us stronger and more experienced. That's it. Really, really positive outlook on that. And thank you for sharing that wonderful bit of advice about obtaining knowledge and constantly educating yourself because you're so right. The payments industry, the fintech space, it is incredibly dynamic. It's constantly changing. And I think that there's something so powerful in that desire for more information and that desire for learning so I really appreciate that bit of advice. Now my final question is very much linked and it's what is your call to action with regards to what more we should all be doing to ensure that real authentic workplace inclusion is happening? 
what can I say? I think we really need to change our way of thinking to have a successful workplace inclusion and, and also to talk about this issue openly and change our way of thinking. By this, I mean we have to focus on the actual qualities and skills of a person and do not really take into consideration the gender or the origin of the person or other personal characteristics. Because those who have the desire and who have the passion to learn and to develop, they would always find a way to succeed. So I'm a fan of multicultural, multinational teams and not to focus on, on any personal characteristics of, of, of a person, but just to focus on what they actually do, how they actually work, how they actually think. I think this is the only way for successful workplace inclusion, just to change our way of thinking about it. That is another excellent bit of advice. And thank you so much for sharing your career, your journey, everything that you're doing at Moneo sounds so exciting. And I can't wait to see what happens next. So thank you for joining me on the Women of Fintech podcast series. It's been brilliant learning about you. Thank you very much, Nadia. Thank you for inviting me.